Welcome to the Avail Podcast, where we dig deep and talk about the art of leadership. My name is Virgil Sierra, and today we have the pleasure of connecting with Henry Fernandez. Henry is the founding pastor of the Faith Center Ministries International in South Florida. He's an inspirational speaker, author, community leader, and businessman. He is a man on a mission and a man with a purpose. Lean in as Bishop Henry Fernandez shares insights about leading in a changing world. So without further ado, let's get started. We are back, everybody, on another episode of the Avail podcast, where we talk about the art of leadership. I'm your host, Virgil Sierra, lead pastor of Vertical Church, a.k.a. Iglesia Vertical, and your host every week right here on the Avail podcast, where we talk with leaders who are making an impact locally, nationally, and globally for the kingdom of God. And today, we are sitting with none other than Bishop Henry Fernandez, a good friend, a man of God who's been serving, leading, and pastoring in ministry for decades here in the South Florida region, the Faith Center International Ministries. Love it, love it, love it. Bishop Fernandez, thank you for being on the Avail podcast. How are you doing today? Well, I'm doing fine. First of all, thank you for having me here to add my little uh, contribution to a very important subject. I deem it a privilege to be your friend, and you've spoken at my church a few times, and just glad to be here. As you know, I'm the senior pastor here at the Faith Center Church, and for 31 years, I've been pastoring, so I think I have a little bit to say when it comes to leadership. I I, I don't think I know you do, because I've seen it in action, and I've been blessed throughout the years to see the Lord's hand upon you, your family, and your ministry. Before before we dive into, and I'm going to let everybody, I'm going to kind of kind of let them in. We're going to talk about leadership in a changing world. But before we get into that, that the meat of the conversation, uh, Bishop, can you just share a little bit, a little bit about who you are so that our Avail listeners and viewers who are maybe getting to know you for the first time can know who is Bishop Henry Fernandez? Well, you know, um, Henry Fernandez is a guy who was born in Kingston, Jamaica, migrated to Brooklyn, New York, has a kind of a family that some some people say it's kind of mixed up. You know, uh, my grandfather is from Havana, Cuba. My mother uh, side of the family comes from uh, Great Britain. So here it is, this (laughs) navy blue looking guy, you know, with a Spanish name at that. And I don't speak a word in Spanish. You know, I can barely count from one to five. But, you know, I, I am... A person, though, on a serious note, that is passionate about fulfilling my purpose on the earth. I really believe that none of us is an accident, Mm. that God sent us here for a reason. And we're not just sent here to die, to go back. Mm. Mm. There's no purpose in that. We're sent here to do work. And I am passionate about emptying myself before I die. I have a passion for leaders. Yes. Uh, I I really do. I I believe in every one of us who are called Mm -hmm. is the ability to be great. The problem, though, and you'll find this in my teachings, the problem is I think we have a, a, a negative understanding or perspective of the challenges of life. And I'll talk a little bit about that as we get closer to the end. But the challenges of life literally 
are there to develop character in us. And so I'm really um, a humble servant, really want to empower the next leadership generation, if you will, to fulfill their purpose on the earth. I love it. I love it. I, I think this is the heart of why Avail exists. When Dr. Sam Chand, Martin Van Tilburg, and the team, when we kind of got together uh, some years ago, the idea was let's produce resources uh, and helpful things that will help pastors, ministry leaders, Christian leaders uh, mm-hmm. Lead well, lead effectively, and I and I know that's gonna that's gonna be the case with this podcast. So so we're gonna talk about leadership in a changing world. This is something that's been on your heart. This is something that you you're just passionate about, and I think it's it's very relevant. Uh, let me let me let me mention this. You have been over thirty years of ministry experience. You're the founding pastor of the Faith Center Ministries International, uh, a ministry based out of South Florida, but that's having impact globally. Uh, you've had a front row seat for over three decades on how the world has changed and continues to change and the implications that has on the church. So let me just start off at square one. How how have you seen our world change? And and as a pastor, how, how has this impacted your church? And the way you lead, the way you pastor. Let's just talk about just that. Wow, that's a loaded one yeah. right there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I think, you know, it'll take a whole podcast to deal with that one question. Uh, definitely, our world is changing, mm-hmm. as you know. that. Um, there's no denying of that. Um, it is changing not only in the corporate arena. Uh-huh. It's changing when it comes to, honestly, I think even when it comes to ministry, um, mm-hmm. I, I tell people this, you never change the content of the gospel. The The gospel should be in its purest form, and that is the word of God. It's based on the word of God. Without the word, you have no gospel. You have no good news. Yep. However, when when I look back, when I was a kid growing up in church and, uh, you know, would see how the ministry would operate, uh, the approaches, the uh, strategies ministry would use to preach the gospel, things have changed. It's it's a whole different world today. Um, You have a society today that is craving for freedom, freedom, the right to do things. And while every one of us possess the freedom, the ability, which was never given by a country, by the way, the freedom to make choices and the freedom to be free. Mm-hmm. It is not a democratic or it is not a a system made by man. Mm-hmm. God instituted that mm-hmm. because from Genesis, God decided to make man after he created everything that was great for him and placed them in a garden and just gave them one thing to do. And that was just to obey him. Yeah. Well, you know the story, they didn't. And from there, you find that all of us have fell into this thing called sin. And because of that, you know, uh, today we find ourselves craving for that ability, watch this, to make choices because you know, God says, you either obey me. If you obey me, these are the results. Mm-hmm. You disobey me, that's the result, okay? So we had that from day one, <laughs> the freedom to make choices. Today, our society, if every generation is craving for the freedom to make their own choices. However, mm. the point I'm making, 
However, the freedom that God has given us was never to violate his word. Right. And I think that's the challenge for us as leaders in this changing world where no matter what part of the world you are from, this passion for man to wanting to do his own thing, excluding the laws of God out of his life. And that's the challenge for us as spiritual leaders. Now, in the corporate arena, the world is changing the way they do business. COVID-19 has changed that. For example, if you're in the the market of of producing particular items and so forth, I mean, the logistics of it is so fast now with Amazon, you know. You know, you you don't have to go to the mall now to shop. You don't have to go to order something now or, you know, wait for it. You can just order it and by tonight it's at your doorstep. The world is changing. The real question, though, Pastor, is with the pace of the change, are we leaders refining ourselves, our tools mm. to keep up with it, to effectively address the needs? Yeah, this is good. Um, and, and I know that, you know, you and I, even as we kind of talked a little bit before recording this, um, we talked a little bit about there's some keys to success in a changing world. And and here here's a thought, Bishop. I think I think that change can be really difficult for some pastors and some leaders. Um, in fact, so much so that some pastors and leaders are resistant to change. I'll, I'll say this. Yeah. Um I used to have a band, Contagious, many, many years ago. In fact, we were together about 20 years. We we went, we were invited to play at the Faith Center, literally yes. probably back in 99 or 2000, probably one of the yes. first times that we went. And I'll say yes. this, the Faith Center doesn't look today like what it looked like back then. In other words, there's been change. There's been, <laughs> and it's always been awesome. Uh, but but here's here's my question. Um, why would you say that it's imperative for church leaders, for pastors to embrace change rather than resist change? Because if you don't embrace it, you're going to die. Come on. You're, you're going to be rendered ineffective. Right. right. And I think this is where the balance must uh, come, come into play, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, change doesn't mean you're diluting the gospel. Right. It doesn't mean that you're offending God and you're changing your principles. And by the way, you know, we can, uh, again, branch off into this whole idea. There's a whole lot of things as we go along that we're finding out things that we held dear to and we made doctrines and spiritual laws out of them. That as we evolve, because that's what the Word of God does. You see, the Word of God opens our knowledge. And, you know, we we increase in faith and in our understanding. There's some stuff we did five years ago, 20 years, 50 years ago, that looking back now, we're like, wow. Yeah. We missed it then. (laughs) We. I mean, we didn't have to do that, <laughs> you know. And I tell you what, the this generation will tell you. I mean, the the generation we're pastoring today is not the generation we pastored thirty years ago. Right? Thirty years ago, we can go on the pulpit and tell them anything, and they say, "Amen, praise the Lord, Hallelujah," and they agree to it. This generation, okay, show me where it is, and then they're going to say, "Okay, well, but that's not what that is saying." <laughs> 
you know, uh, uh, let, let's let's look at the whole context of the story, you know, and study it. They're, 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 they will challenge you. So I think this current climate that we're living in, if pastors don't make up in their mind that, okay, why resist? Now watch this. Why, why resist something mm. that potentially is the thing that God is going to use to shift you into something greater? That's good. To make you more effective as a leader. Don't resist change. I think I, those leaders who are listening to this podcast now should ask the Lord for discernment. Yeah. That's the key. God, in this changing generation, this changing world, um, give me the wisdom to know what to stand on firmly, what to keep, and then give me the wisdom to be bold enough to throw away what has been expired. <laughs> See, because if you keep drinking something that's been expired, let's say, for example, milk. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you can, because the thing is, at home, you can keep an expired bottle of milk in your refrigerator forever. Right. Unless it's thrown out. You can keep it in that refrigerator forever. Now, you have to ask yourself the question is, what's the purpose of keeping something Why? that's spoiled? <laughs> Why? It's going to take up space. And here's the problem. It is going to be a constant reminder that you are harboring something that has been outdated. Come on. So you throw it away and you make room for something fresh and something new. So in my own personal experience, Pastor, here at the Faith Center, and you rightly said it from your group, Contagious came here. You come today, you'll be like, is this the same church right. I came to eight years ago? Because systems, everything, our structure, mm -hmm. um, some have left, some new faces have come, and the way we flow with our services, the business aspect of ministry, mm -hmm. everything has changed because if I did not keep up with the pace, and, and, and I put it this way, I don't want to say keep up because some people may think, oh, you, you have conformed to this world. They'll pull out the scripture, be not conformed to this world. <laughs> But be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Okay, okay. I put it this way. I want to become relevant yes. in every season that God placed me in. That's good. That's good. You know, I like the illustration you gave. I, um, it makes so much sense with the, with the spoiled milk. Why are we going to keep spoiled milk in the refrigerator? Just because... Just because <laughs> our parents did or our grandparents did. That's what we've always done. If it's not working, you know, Dr. Sam Chan talks about what brought, what brought us here may not take us there. Yeah. Wow. And, That's and there's moments along the journey where we have to evaluate what's working, mm -hmm. right? What's effective, what's producing the fruit that we want to see and what's not. And it's, a, it's okay to shift and adjust and change, which is what I'm hearing from you. Now I'm interested to hear from you, um, Bishop, uh, in your experience throughout the years, um, I know, I know that you've rubbed elbows with and, and connected with, and probably helped to inspire, encourage, equip, and teach a lot of pastors and, and leaders along the, along your journey. What are mm -hmm. some ways that pastors and churches get, have gotten stuck? That's, that's possibly 
holding back their potential, their multiplication, their potential for growth. Because sometimes, sometimes churches and pastors get stuck. And I know that I know that you have some thoughts on this on on why is it that sometimes the lid is there? You know, there, there's their growth stops, and I think it may be connected to this too. You don't want to miss this month at Avail, or any month for that matter. Why? Because each month, the Avail Online Leadership Series happens. A live call with leaders from around the world who have a passion for God and key leadership insights to impart to you. Interact with authors, pastors, and influencers from every industry. And the best part? It's free! To get registered right now, head over to theartofleadership.com. What are you waiting for? Right. First thing, I think pastors who miss the mark, I call it, Mm. in becoming effective, it's because they lack the understanding of the core purpose. What's our core purpose? Mm. If you can understand what's the objective. Sure. The objective of every leader is to serve God. Yeah. It's to be about his agenda. It's about him. Remember, it's never about us. Mm Mm-hmm. It's always about him. It's like in corporate America, you know, your business will never survive if it becomes just about you. Right. If it becomes just about profit, profit. Mm. If you forget that it's about the service you render, because if you don't take care of your clients, if you don't understand, for example, I mean, if you decide to open a restaurant, Mm -hmm. And you're in the business of serving the community where that restaurant is located. If every day you go in with the mindset, I'm telling the chef, I like chicken, no more beef, no more turkey. And I like it with potato, no more rice. This is on the menu. This is what you're going to cook forever. Hmm. If you do that, what's going to happen is you're then saying to society, though you're in the business of serving food to people, Mm -hmm. you don't care about their needs. You want your needs to be met and (laughs) nobody else. Right, right. You don't care about anybody else. And a lot of times pastors fail to understand it's never about us. Come on. Leaders. In whatever capacity you are serving in, it's never about you. It's about the one who has, I call it, hired all of us Mm -hmm. to serve. And once you can recognize that perspective, like it's all about him, then everything will fall into place easily. For example, the second point is, apart from understanding your purpose, what you're about, I think it's getting to that place where you understand that change is necessary. Yep. Oh, it is so refreshing. It is so necessary. Because guess what? We do this every day. Mm -hmm. Listen, if you have on the same clothes you had on today, if that clothes you have on today, you never take it off to wash it. Hmm. And you have it on for a whole month. There's a problem. Yep. There's a problem. Mm -hmm. Something, something. I'm telling you, we are created where there's an odor that will come from us. (laughs) We have to go through these things. Here's the point that I'm making. That if we as leaders keep doing the same thing Mm -hmm. for five years, 
continues without embracing some form of change, mm-hmm. then of course, the odor. People are going to like, huh? Hmm. That's not attractive. Right. How does it relate to me? You know, we have a salt of the earth. We bring flavor. Mm-hmm. That's what the purpose of salt is when you cook it. Yeah. You add flavor to it. If we have lost our fl- flavor, then we have no effect. We're not reaching this generation. So pastors or leaders need to get to this place where they must understand that you have to adopt to the changes. And there's nothing wrong with it. Discover, find out ways you can um, better prepare yourself for the changes. I can give you a quick uh, example. Yeah. Me, you know, 31 years in ministry, I can honestly say I have seen a major transition every 10 years. Wow. In society, mm-hmm. in my ministry. Every 10 years, my church goes through a major transformation. And here's the reason why, because I've always adopted to the change that's taking place in society. Mm. And the change in society forced then a change in my leadership, mm-hmm. a change in my approach, right? Because I never changed the product. You see, <clears throat> you can sell chicken. Chicken is chicken. Sure. Chicken is not turkey. Mm-hmm. But guess what? You can season it in different ways. Yeah. <laughs> That's the gospel. You don't you can't change what the gospel is, but it's how you present it. It's how you you change it for it to be appealing to people. And I think pastors need to get to this place or leaders in general need to get to this place where you adopt to change. Yeah. The other thing is, I mean, there's so many things. The other thing is stop being so insecure. Mhm. Anytime a leader gets to the place where you're insecure, you have lost, I think, the credibility of leadership. Sure. A leader should be confident, knowing that your giftings will make room for you. Mm -hmm. And if God placed you into some capacity to serve and to lead, then he, the creator who created you, know you have the ability. So it doesn't matter the criticism. It doesn't matter the challenges that you face. You ought to be confident that, you know what? You can win at this. That you don't have to be fearful that, okay, the change, watch this, the change may replace me. Mm-hmm. You know, the change uh, may uh, weaken my power mm-hmm. and my influence. Absolutely not. You know what I tell them here at my Uh, church. I tell them all the time. I says, my goal as a leader is to make myself more and more irrelevant at this place. (laughs) Wow. Think about that. Yeah. It's to make myself more and more irrelevant here. Hmm. The day a leader feels comfortable that, you know what? Okay. Without me, everything will fall. You have set yourself up for failure. Right. A great leader will empower the people who work around them to become great that in their absence, come on, everything will flow as if they're there. Hmm. 
And I think leaders need to get to that place where you're confident in who you are. And it's okay. The changes that we see in our society today, embrace those changes. And here's the thing. Give room for others to be mentored. I believe all of what's happening in our changing world today, Mm -hmm. I really do believe this. It's God giving people like myself and others an opportunity to say, hey, 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 things are changing. I didn't just die for your generation. Mm. I'm concerned about the next 10 generations ahead of you. So your leadership skills and ability now should pour into them, should mentor them. So I'm shifting things. This is what I really believe God mm-hmm. is saying. Mm-hmm. I am shifting things because your time is winding down. Mm. So I have to shift things because your method, your concepts, your ideas and so forth will not be effective to the next generation as it was for your generation. Right. So therefore you must decrease. And how do you decrease? You decrease in, in, okay, all right, fine. It's, it's look, it's looking different from how I would have done it. It's looking different from how I was brought up. It's looking different from the methods that my, I've used and my parents have used. Okay you know what? Let me be confident. Let me learn from them. Mm -hmm. Let me learn from the younger generation in the church. When you're talking about church now, I mean, I worry about the younger people. I don't know if you notice this. (laughs) I grew up in a time where youth ministry was vibrant. Mm -hmm. We love youth ministry and parents would send their kids to youth camp and different things like that. That's not so anymore. Mm. Social media has dominated the minds of our children and parents will, will more invest in buying a thousand dollar phone to give their child to access the whole world that can retrain their thinking Hmm. versus supporting a church and say, here's $200, go to some camp to learn about Christ. Right. So as leaders, I think we really need to get to that place where we are confident and we, with grace and with joy, embrace the fact that things are changing. Roll up your sleeve, start pulling up the younger generation, and know that it's not that you're not important. Know your place, know your season. Let's empower the next generation. Yeah, that's that's a lot of wisdom right there. Hashtag drop the mic, Bishop Fernandez. All right, so, so this is good. This is good. Uh, you know... Um, part of what I'm hearing is, um, you know, this whole issue of change, it's not about right or wrong. It's just about mm-hmm. being relevant. Uh, it's the reason why we have smartphones and we're not using rotary phones today. It's not because the rotary yeah. phone wouldn't still work. It's right. that it's not yeah. as relevant to today's culture and generation. And we have we have a more relevant tool that does the same thing in a better way. And, and uh, more effective. Uh-huh. You see, it's more effective. Exactly. You see, and I think some of the methods that we were using 20 years ago, you said it correctly. It will still work today, Mm -hmm. but how effective that will be. You know, it's like, I'll never forget this. I'll never forget this years ago. I think it was back in the late 70s or 80s. If you remember um, when when computers came out, Mm -hmm. I'll never, I've I've literally been born in church. (laughs) 
And when the computers came out, there were pastors, leaders, declaring that the computers IBM was making was the mark of the beast. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It was the entrance to the mark of the beast. <laughs> Maybe you're so young, you won't even remember that. I remember that. And they believed it. That is the mark of the beast, this antichrist. <laughs> All the churches got computers now. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You know, so I, I think here's the point. Back then, I used to work for a company and files. Oh, we had this whole room <laughs> full of shelves. Uh-huh. File and if you want to work a file, you got to go get the file. You got to open up, close it, and, <laughs> and so forth. We don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. You have cloud. Mm-hmm. You can host millions of files and not have a room and not open a folder or anything. It's more effective. Yeah. You get more done quickly. My point is, if we leaders will just embrace the change, that maybe the change is going to help us yeah. to perform better to be more effective. We no longer have to now go to door to door, knock, to share our faith with mm-hmm. people. We're living in a society, it's changing. It's changing back then when somebody comes to your door to knock, to say, okay, I'm just in the neighborhood from this church and we just want you to let you know our church is here. Would you come visit us? Back then, that was wonderful. I'm telling you, I'm a pastor. I've been a pastor for 31 years. You come knocking on my door. I don't know you. I am not opening the door for nobody. <laughs> yeah. That's the world we live in. Mm-hmm. But I tell you what, you can come into my home through social media. Mm-hmm. You can come in my home digitally. So there's another way to reach millions of people in an instant. Right with powerful, faith-filled words. Why? Because our world has changed Mm. from just radio. Yeah. Just television with three channels. Mm -hmm. Got 400 channels to choose from and so forth. We just need to embrace it, knowing that we can be more effective if we utilize the tools that are available become more relevant. Yeah, this is a good word, uh, especially for pastors, maybe that you feel stuck, maybe even the older generation of pastors who sometimes feel uh, not as connected with today's younger generation. This is a great place to build bridges. Uh, An older generation that empowers a younger generation, a younger generation that honors and recognizes the effort and the hard work of the preceding generation. Um, As we get to the final stretch here, Bishop Fernandez, I I want to... we have you mentioned to me in a prior conversation uh, that a leader never has to worry about their outcome if mm. one specific condition is met i'd love to land here uh, a leader never has to worry about their outcome if this one condition is met can you talk about that condition yeah you know uh, it goes back to what i said earlier that um, once you know your purpose, that's it. Once you know your purpose, that if it's all Christ-centered, yeah, that's it. Yeah, if it's all Christ-centered, if what you are doing it is to bring honor and glorify 
to honor and glorify God, I should say, then at the end of the day, everything that you do will ultimately please God. Because it's all for his glory. Anytime a leader focuses on his purpose, Mm -hmm. purpose, that's it. What are you called to do? That's it, called. You mentioned, that's the word you mentioned that caught my attention. What are you called to do? Called. If you are called, Mm. do it. I don't care the challenges you face. Yep. I don't care the opposition. I don't care the lack. Whatever it is, Mm -hmm. if you are called, I firmly believe that whom God has appointed, he will provide and make provision for. He demonstrated it in his son. He demonstrated with every um, Bible character that we've seen. Yeah. When you stay in your calling, you know, I, you know, when, when, when my mom was pregnant with me, it was my auntie's husband, who, by the way, was a bishop mm. back in 1932. They didn't have sonograms then. Mm. That man looked at my mom and said, you're going to have a son. And you need to call him Henry Bonita Antonio Marshall Fernandez. Seriously, that's my full name. Wow. Crazy. Wow. And he's going to become a preacher. 1932. Wow. When, when, no, excuse me, what am I saying? 64. My mom was born uh, 32. Oh, sorry. 1964. I'm sorry. 1964. And from that day till this day, that calling, yep. no matter how much I ran away from it, mm-hmm. I didn't have nothing to do with it, that calling has rest upon me. And I can tell you to this day, that everything that the enemy had purpose for my life, the calling nullified it because I submitted myself to it. Wow. I'm staying in my lane. As a leader, if you stay in your lane, don't be nobody else. Don't be another preacher. Don't try to copy. Don't try to envy nobody. Mm-hmm. If God called you, your work will be completed. Yeah. I don't care how long it takes. If God says you are a leader. Come on. You didn't self-appoint yourself? Yes. God will sustain you. Take it from me. I know it. God will sustain you as a leader. I love it. I love it, man. This has been awesome. We could probably stay here for another couple hours talking leadership, Bishop. But, but we went by real quick, Yeah, man. we might have to do another one in the future and talk about some more leadership stuff. Here's what I want to do. I want to get our Avail viewers and listeners uh, to connect with you. Uh, what are some of the best ways that they can find you online and connect with you, Bishop? Uh, sure. They can go to henryfernandez.org or the faithcenterint.org uh, to learn more about me on the web. And then, of course, I'm all over social media, you know, on um, IG, you know, it's Bishop Henry Fernandez. Mm-hmm. Uh, Facebook, it's Faith for life or just Henry Fernandez. And, um, you know, I'm there to empower them. I have my own podcast, by yeah. the way, and Faith for Life podcast and, and so forth. So uh, I'm, I'm out there. I'm ready to go. <laughs> hey, everybody, make sure you lean in. Bishop Henry Fernandez. You can find him on social media, on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, you can also ch- uh, tune into his podcast, Faith for Life with Henry Fernandez. And, and of course, I, you know, we love just to resource uh, leaders, Bishop, and the, I'm going to mention this for all the viewers and listeners. If it's your first time listening or watching the Avail podcast, the Avail 
uh, they'll journal. It's our, it's our premier Christian leadership magazine. It's full color. It's quality. It's excellent. Uh, Dr. Sam Chan, Martine put a lot of energy and with the whole team in producing uh, a resource that's really going to help you. Uh, articles written by pastors, by leaders, by marketplace leaders, by businessmen and women. Uh, this is going to help you in your leadership journey. So if you if you haven't done it, availjournal.com. You can claim your free annual subscription. First year's on us, availjournal.com. We want to help you in the leadership journey. I think it's important to have resources. Uh, Bishop, I think you're an example of that. Uh, and, I, and I know that, that people can also find books that you've written and things that you've done as well. I love this. I, I'd love for you to give a final nugget, just a final thought to all the leaders based on today's conversation. Certainly. I wrote this down and um, I want to be specific in what I'm saying to your listeners. It says here, everything, everything you're currently going through and will go through in the future is designed to make you a better leader. Yes. Character can only be built when you overcome the challenges. Hang in there. I love this. What a good word. What a good note to end on. Persevere. Hang in there. Amidst the change, amidst the challenges and the struggles, you're going to get through this. The Lord is with you. I love this. Bishop Henry Fernandez, uh, on behalf of the whole Avail team and myself, we honor you. Uh, we thank you for your leadership, for your example, for, you know, for the 30 years, more than 30 years of ministry. We, we really are blessed by what God has done, is doing, and will do through you and your ministry. Thanks for being on Avail. Thank you. Hey, everybody, I hope you've been encouraged by this conversation because we have talked about leadership in a changing world with none other than Bishop Henry Fernandez. Uh, I hope this has helped you uh, to have some insight and new perspective on leading in these times. On behalf of Avail, my name is Virgil Sierra, lead pastor of Vertical Church, your host of the Avail podcast. Catch us next time, next week, for another episode with great leaders as we learn the art of leadership. God bless. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Avail podcast with our guest, Henry Fernandez. You can connect with Henry on social media and also at henryfernandez.org and check out his podcast entitled Faith for Life. For more leadership resources, check us out at theartofleadership.com and make sure to claim your free annual subscription of the Avail Journal at availjournal.com. If you'd like to connect to our growing leadership community on Facebook, visit availleadershipconnect.com. As always, I'm your Avail Media host, Virgil Sierra. Muchas gracias. Thank you for connecting with us to learn the art of leadership here at the Avail Podcast.